Sherpa Network, thanks so much for joining us today. I'm Tess Diaz, executive producer of DomainSherpa.com, and this is the Domain Sherpa Review. This is a show where we get into the minds of successful domain name investors using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become better investors ourselves. We have three segments to the review. We'll start off learning what the Sherpas recently bought or sold. Next, we'll discuss in value an investor submitted domain name portfolio. And finally, we'll preview some domains going to auction soon at namejet.com and whether the Sherpas think they're a good investment opportunity for you. Joining us today on the Domain Sherpa Review are three past Sherpas and industry thought leaders. We have Andrew Rosner, CEO of domain name brokerage firm MediaOptions.com, Giuseppe Graziano, founder of, uh, broker and founder of GGRG.com, and hi, hi Giuseppe, and Braden Pollock, um, who's founder of Legal Brand Marketing, as well as a serial entrepreneur and owner of several companies on and offline. Uh, welcome, guys. Hey. Thanks, Tess. Good to be here. Good. Absolutely. Good to have you and your money, Braden. What's going on behind you? <laughs> I was like, my money, did I have to pay for this? Uh, <laughs> I, I always wanted a sheet of bills. And... <laughs> And uh, let me bring this closer. And so I was in a, I was in one of those coin stores, and they had a couple of these. They had a sheet of fifties and a sheet of twos. And I wasn't willing to spring for the fifties, so I got the twos. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Yeah, I will invoice you later for this show. The frame was, was more expensive than the sheet. Really? Yeah. Mm, crazy, right? Did the sheet cost more than its? Yeah. Value though, uh, right? yeah, a lot more. Okay, sorry. I mean, you think less labor would be cheaper, but no, that's not the way. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And Giuseppe, I like you still have behind you your lucky bamboo. Is it lucky to you or peaceful or what? I, I just got it at IKEA, so it's yeah, it's a lucky bamboo. Ah. It's lucky because it hasn't died yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's growing. It's actually it's going. It's getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> Stop talking about Giuseppe's bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Drew, it's so good to have you back. Where in the world is Drew Rosner today? Rhode Island? I'm in Rhode Island. I'm in Southern Rhode Island. I'm very pleasantly surprised, actually. Wait, Southern Rhode Island? Like, really? A state that big you think you need to differentiate? Yeah, you know because what? it's just a block lower is what it is. <laughs> no, no. I, I, this is a whole, it's a whole different ballgame, actually. So the northern part of Rhode Island... Mm, and then the southern part of Rhode Island is beautiful. It's like all nature, green, uh, on the beach. We, we spent, you know. Wait, did you just diss half a state? I'm Not really, because it's Rhode Island. <laughs> you just dissed three blocks. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so I'm in southern Rhode Island. And it's, Drew, uh, it's great. Do you have another clam bake tonight? What are you eating tonight? Well, for lunch, we had a big salad with fennel, and uh, cannellini beans, and uh, fresh Rhode Island squid. Ooh, yep. nice. Excellent, it was excellent. Yeah. This is what we're talking about? Yes. <laughs> right. so, well, he just, he just posted on Facebook this beautiful clam. That was my sister's wedding, which is why we came to Rhode Island in the first place. I don't know, I would have gone just for the clam bake. It looked really good. The wedding it looked lovely. It was legit too. the best clam bake I've ever had in my life. Wow. Nice. That's legit. Okay. Right, guys. I'm bored. 
<laughs> Let's jump into the first segment, What's New Sherpas, um, where the Sherpas share one purchase or sale they've made over the past few weeks, and we get to learn what they paid or received for the domain, why they thought it was a good deal, and how the negotiations progressed. I'll lead you through the questions, and then the other Sherpas get to comment during the process as well. Remember not to say what you paid for it until the other Sherpas guess. Um, so, um, first is Giuseppe. What's something you bought or sold recently, Giuseppe? Okay, so this is a domain I brokered uh, over the past few weeks. The name is ghf.com. Okay, so with three letter G <coughs> and then F like Foxtrot? Correct. Okay, ghf.com. Brayden, what do you think you paid, or what do you think you, out, you brokered a, an outbound sale or an acquisition? Yeah, so it was, it was kind of, I will tell the story, it's kind of like both. Okay. Brayden, what do you think it went for? It's kind of like both. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you the story. So is, can, I, can I ask clarifying questions? Was it an end user? No. No, I can't. No, 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 no it was not an end user. It was what? not an end user. It's not. You um, she, I mean, they're, they're good, they're good letters, uh, wholesale market, probably in the 25 to 30,000 range, I guess. Okay. 25 to 30,000. Uh, how about you, Drew? What do you think he was the sale? Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say $32,000. Just taking the high. Okay. Pretty 20, close to each 20, other. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Look I'll at Giuseppe. I didn't know you had that adorable dimple. <laughs> now, now I'm getting self-conscious. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, Giuseppe. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I knew you had it. <laughs> <laughs> so Giuseppe, from the size of your smile, I'm, a, I'm thinking maybe higher. What, 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 tell us all about it. No, actually, the guys are right. So, like, the actual sale price was like thirty thousand. So, kind of like you know, both Brew and uh, Braden like got it right. And, and actually, it's a funny story because like a, a few weeks ago, I was in China, and I was in this city called Xiamen because I was meeting investors. And it was like late at night. Uh, I was like having dinner, and basically, I text one of the guys that lives in Xiamen and say, "Hey, I'm in town. Like, if you want, we can meet up. You know, hang out." And the guy says, oh, by the way, I actually have this domain, ghf.com. So it's, it's a Chinese, this guy's a Chinese seller. And he says, can you help me find any buyer? And I was like, sure. But like, why don't you list it first on LXMe, which is the platform that, uh, that we soft launched like a couple of months ago. Okay, hold on. You've, you, it's, what are the letters for your platform? LXMe, L-X-M-E.com. Okay. So I did, it's still in early access. So it's like still not officially launched. But I said, like, why don't you list it there? Uh, and I mean, he's a very busy guy. He didn't miss the, you know, he didn't miss the domain. And just like one week later, I was still in China. I was actually in Hong Kong for a rice conference. And I get this text like late at night. It was a buyer from, it, it's like a Western buyer. Uh, it's, it's well known as well. And he says, Hey, look, I'm actually looking for freeletter.coms. And I was like, okay, why don't you look first on the platform? And that's me. And he said, yeah, I'll look into it, but I didn't find anything that I liked. <clears throat> And then I said, uh, how about GHF? It's, it's for sale at 30K. And by the way, I said, you know what? Sure, it's a deal. And that, that was how it came out. Nice work. Good job. And congrats on the platform. I want to hear more about that uh, in a little bit. That's pretty cool. Sure. Um, what, you said you were meeting ambassadors in China? Investors. 
investors. Big difference. Yeah, it would be cool if I made ambassadors, though. Eh? <laughs> that makes much more sense, though. <laughs> that's, when, that's when the magic really happens. They're ambassadors and investors. Probably, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Drew, would you recent? No, Braden, you're next. Would you recently buy or sell? Um, my last sale was. I'm looking at my spreadsheet. My last sale was foodtrucks.com. Ooh. Food trucks. All right, Drew, Giuseppe, what do you think? So um, I, the, I have to laugh because a good friend of mine, the guy who I sold my house to actually in Panama, uh, just asked me about a very similar domain name, but not exactly that one. And I told him what I thought it was worth. I'm going to tell you uh, 50 grand. 50 grand for foodtrucks.com. How about you, G? I mean, I would say pretty much like close to, to what, what Drew said, but knowing Braden, <laughs> I would think it's much closer to uh, maybe like, I want to show you that, maybe 75. Okay. You, you are a good negotiator, Braden. Uh, 50, 75, what'd you sell it for? 250. What? <laughs> no. Really? See that coming. Wow. Well done. $250,000. Yeah. Well played. Congrats. Well nice. played. Congrats. Very good sale. Really. You got, you got all of that. You got all of that. That's a great sale. Wait, wait. No money left on the table? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's always money left on the table, right? You never know. Um, the, the, all, the back, all paid up front or payment plan? No, it's a payment plan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but a, but a, 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 a good payment plan. Yeah. And is your payment plan through escrow.com? No. Just mm -hmm. private on your own? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So big congrats. Tell us how the negotiation proceeded. Um, so oddly, he had reached same guy had reached out to me a few years ago about a totally different name, uh, crawl.com. Um, because he's in the pub crawl business and he does event planning. And, um, so he reached out to me again, he called me, um, this was the name he wanted. I actually have the singular as well. Uh, quick backstory is I, so I bought the singular a few years ago and I get so many inquiries on it that I went after the plural because I figured they have the same value. And it was a guy in the food truck business that had it and it just kept hammering him until he finally sold to me. So I had both. And um, so when the buyer reached out, he, he wanted, he liked the plural better, but he actually has an option to buy the singular at the same and first our refusal set the same rate, which he probably will end up doing if everything goes well his business but he didn't want to put out the money and, and make the commitment uh, so when he reached out he actually called first um, and I think his opening offer was 75 um, and I said you know we're well into the six figures and if you know that's not of interest then I can't help you do you uh, think his opening offer was that high because he worked with you before and had a good idea of domain valuations or um, uh, I think in part, yes. Well, if he remembered that he had talked to me before at that point, I don't, I don't know. 
but um, he's bought names before and sold names before, so he does have an understanding of, of valuations. Um, so he, when I said we're going to be well in six figures, he said, well, let me, let me come out and, and sit down and we'll have lunch and we'll talk it out. I said, look, I'm not going to meet with you unless, unless you're going to talk about something in the six-figure range. Um, so I wouldn't commit to a price. And uh, so he flew out uh, and his partner flew out from New York and we had lunch. So I knew that they were serious, right? Because they, they made the trip just to, just to meet with me. And um, over lunch, we came to terms. Nice. Yeah. Great sale. Good job. So that's my story. Can I? What yeah, else? Stick it to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a kid one. Uh, did you actually sell him crawl.com or you guys just discussed it? We just discussed it. I, I, I don't remember what his offer was, but, um, you know, it was, you know, 50 grand or something. Yeah. I really see two takeaways from that. Number one, like we are ambassadors of domaining values and our professionalism on, you know, inquiries, really it lasts for years, um, setting expectations and kind of reframing the old idea of what, you know, domain investors are. Um, but also I think it's interesting that um, that you didn't sell to a food truck owner. And I certainly see, and Giuseppe, I'm sure you see this when you're outbound brokering names, like it's, it's not just the one end user that immediately comes to mind. An event planner is probably gonna do a lot more with food trucks than one guy who owns one food truck or someone who owns 10 food trucks. And that, um, I think that's where there's a lot of value sometimes in working with a broker, but other times just in talking to people and thinking outside the regular box, because seriously, everyone needs a domain name. Um, everyone beyond just like thinking one domain can only go to one vertical or one type of user. So. You know, oftentimes I have an idea of what, of what it's going to be used for. And, and when, when someone shows, like if someone had a food truck, I wouldn't take them seriously because they, they just couldn't afford the name, right? Yeah. If they own a food truck, they're not going to spend this much money on a, on a name. And it doesn't make sense. But this guy built a platform for ordering from food trucks cool. um, and, and delivery from food trucks. So it, it, you know, it made sense what he wanted to do. Um, and it's really the perfect application for this particular name. Yeah, that's really cool. Good job. All right, G, no pressure. What'd you, oh, sorry, Drew, your turn. Um, okay, so um, we'll talk about a buy and I'll go with um, XL, oh shit, I don't think I can even talk about it. Hold on, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Just occurred to me. Okay, I'm gonna talk about a you buy. You as much as I did, that's good. Yeah. I'm going to talk about a buy. Okay, so LDL.com. LDL? Okay, LDL.com. Mm -hmm. All right, what do you guys think? And you bought it for you? I did. Okay, for media options. Giuseppe, Braden? Uh, I can go first if you want. Um, yeah, I think, I think I saw it. I think I, think I said it was for sale. Uh, so, yeah, I would say uh, 30K. 30K. Braden? Uh, he paid more because LDL has to do with cholesterol. So it's a, 
it's a pharma play. Um, so either he got a, a great deal on or he paid a bit more. So I'm going to say 40. Cool. All right. What do you say, Drew? So, yeah, we got 33. Very close, both of you. Yeah. Um, 30 grand, actually, but we had to pay a 10% fee um, to, uh, to the folks that brought it to us. That, yeah, I think regardless, even at 40, it would have been a steal. Like Braden said, yeah. LDL is the bad cholesterol. It's what, you know, I think 70% of America is trying to get rid of. Um, I don't know, probably 30 or 40% of America is on some kind of drug for lowering their mm -hmm. cholesterol. Um, it's a big one. It's a big one. That's a really, I, I was blown away. At first I started negotiating it and then I was like, what am I doing? Just give the fucking debate to me. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was a great deal. This, and it all has to do with this sort of meltdown, which Giuseppe understands more than I do, but there's been a meltdown suddenly in China. And I, I think there's two or 300 three letter.coms in the market. Most of them are sort of Chinese style, but there's some that are slipping through the cracks. Also like the, 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 the one Giuseppe referenced earlier that also, you know, three months ago, that would have been 50 grand. Um, LDL would have been 50 grand. Um, so all of a sudden somebody lost money, somebody got screwed and there's a whole bunch of Chinese investors looking for liquidity and there's a lot of great domains in the market. So uh, in this case, we were the benefactors of LDL. Um, yes. So I have to think about that. Nice, nice. And so someone brought this to you and you knew it was yeah. a good opportunity there. Yeah, Chinese broker. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I, I picked up a couple of names like that that just aren't three L's, right? They have an application yeah. um, within the industry. I have EZE and RNR, which is actually under contract for a substantial sum. Um, you know, they just have better applications than as a commodity in the Chinese market. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's really cool. Just find extra value that's not being, you know, priced into the market. That's, you know, they look to any market. That's how the, the, the wealthiest guys in the world have made their money is finding ways to differentiate the way they value an asset to what the market's valuing it. And if you can find it un, uh, un underappreciated value, then duck. Uh, absolutely. I, I mean, if, if I can add something to that, um, there is like, you know, it's, you know, I, I read with Drew, like there is like a ton of inventory that is going out there from China. It's a lot of Chinese sellers right now, like selling inventory. And they don't really care about like Western premium domains because they don't really look at those in the way. And so there's like a, a lot of very good buying opportunities right now. Mm -hmm. Good to know. And you no have question about it. where, where to buy or everywhere? Mm, there, there's a bunch of brokers. I mean, like we also have like a quite a big list as well. So uh, it's, it's, it's pretty visible. But like if anybody is not, you know, it's not already aligned with Chinese brokers, they can also contact us. Okay, cool. Actually, I will say that, so Giuseppe also sent me a list that same day, but the Chinese uh, broker is first and Giuseppe didn't have LDL on his list. But I will say that Giuseppe's list had the lowest prices of anybody of probably seven different brokers who contacted me with that list. There's probably 40 or 50 three letter.coms on the list, all for sale. Cool. I, 
quite attractive prices, but mm-hmm. Giuseppe's prices were like 10, 15% under anybody else's prices, including the Chinese broker that contacted me. Um, yeah, I got that list but, twice as well. And he didn't uh, have LDL on his list. He was holding that back. Yeah, I actually put lower ticket domains. So I put everything below 40K because I thought it was a very good opportunity. So I didn't put LDL, but, but yeah, man, it's, it's good. Congrats. And LDL was the best value. All right. It wasn't the lowest price, but it was the best value. Good one. In my good opinion. Comment. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good. Yeah. Good point, guys. All right. Thanks, Sherpas. I'm going to tell you about our sponsors for today's show who support us in our mission to educate people in the domain industry. First, serious about online trading? Secure your funds, keep your merchandise safe, and use a company that keeps the buyer and seller protected the whole way through. That's escrow.com. Payments you can trust. All right. In the domain portfolio review, we take user-submitted domain portfolios and provide honest and constructive feedback to the owners so they can either cut their losses, continue to hold them long-term, or figure out a sales strategy moving forward. Um, today we have 25.coms, and um, I don't know about with Siger, but at least for me, this is the fir- first portfolio I have submitted by a woman, a Fran Callahan. She is lovely, I've chatted with her quite a bit, she sounds super smart. Um, I know a lot of women investors in the industry, but um, send me your domains, y'all, and we'll uh, do a portfolio review of them. Mm-hmm. So um, let's take a look at Fran's uh, 25.coms and see what our Sherpas think. Uh, Braden, you are first up. This list starts with salespower.com and ends with premises.com. I I don't. I don't love this list. Uh, these these two word, I, I see these a lot on Namejet, and they're just kind of random two words that don't necessarily have a great uh, market. Uh, premises is, is certainly okay. Um, the two that stand out are acquisition and apology. I think those are those are solid names. I mean, acquisition, it, I, I see that as a six figure name. Uh, apology um, is probably a mid five figure name. Everything else is is not is not great. Um, I, I personally, I would just auction them off and, and be done with it. I don't think it's worth the back and forth for for a, a few bucks each. Okay. Um, any that you would renew if they didn't sell at auction? Um. It really, it really depends on, um, you know, what you want to invest in, right? So if, if, that's, if that's your game that you want to go for these kind of semi-brandable names and sell them for 500 bucks each, then, you know, you keep working them and you put them on all, out on all the platforms and you keep putting them up on auction. And, you know, you, you can make money doing that if it's worthwhile for you um for me i find it more work than it's worth i'd rather focus on the on the bigger ticket names Mm -hmm. Um, okay but but certainly there's some in here that are are worth a renewal you know t60 and tech genius dna experts um boxed set although i would sell that to the person who owns box set um i mean that's the problem with that name uh farm trader is probably a good name 
uh, generating. The, I mean, those are worth worth renewing. Um, but lending one one. I don't know. Bidmate. I don't really see that one. High stock. American turfs. If it's a singular, perhaps. I don't. I don't love the list. Okay. All right. Thanks. And that's a good point. Sorry, friend. <laughs> that's a good point that that she could sell to someone who owns like boxset.com um just like you had food truck and you knew you wanted food trucks um that's cool all right thanks right. brayden uh, how about you drew so um i'm a little you know I, I like this list a little bit more than brayden did um I think, you know, acquisition.com is definitely far and away the best name in here. You've got 110,000 exact match searches. You've got a reasonable CPC. You've got traffic on the name. Um, you know, as we know, there is a lot of money to be made in the acquisition business, whether it's the acquisition of art, acquisition of domain names, acquisition of cars, doesn't matter. Anywhere you've got a valuable asset class, there's, a, there's money being made in assisting people in the acquisition. So um, real estate's huge. So uh, I think that's you know definitely a six-figure name. I'd probably be looking for you know 150 to 250. I'd probably be asking more than that, but that's probably you know it's a little tough to spell to see it go into the mid six figures. I think. Um, I think I like Farm Trader a lot. Um, so I think I've said before, anytime you see a re a, like a above normal, uh, overture score on a name like that, it, it, it means it's got mind share and those things turn, they, they recycle themselves as new brands later. So they have a high propensity of selling. And, um, and I think farm trade is a really good brand that'll get picked up. You know, there's a lot of money to be made in trading farm equipment could be even an agricultural, you know, agricultural, uh, exchange. Um, who knows regarding, it could be some crypto thing. I just, I like the name farm trader a lot. And I think that it's an above average name. So I think like, whereas a typical two word brandable like that, I'd say tell you 15 to 25. I think a farm trader is like a 35 to $75,000 domain. Um, of course, it's not liquid at that. Of course, you probably have to wait until the right end user comes knocking on your door. I think it's a semi-difficult name to outbound sell, but it's a great brand. And I think sitting on it long enough that somebody comes knocking. Um, I really, really like that name. Or pitch it to the folks that own AutoTrader. <laughs> yeah, or potentially. I mean, there is so many companies out there that do farm equipment, uh, agricultural equipment, auctions and, and uh, uh, secondhand sales, there's a market. You've got a big, big market, multi-billions of dollars in agricultural products and, and mechanics that get, get traded. So love, I love that name. Um, you know, I think a lot of these are sort of just lower grade tour brandables. I think they go for more than the 500 that Braden is saying, but I think, you know, they're not flying off the shelves. And to me, to make money in that business has to be at scale. And um, whether or not that works is debatable. Um, but, 
you know, biosensitive. I think that's a good name. Seems to be something, you know, giggling. I, you know, there's very few names on here that I'd be like, oh, you just let it expire. I don't like boxed set because the word is box set. And even if a few people are stupid enough to put box set, I, you know, that's not a market. Um, yeah, you know, and the rest are, uh, the rest are all reasonable enough brandables and I would never let them expire. Um, but I hope, you know, you don't have a ton of money into them and you probably just have to be patient. I think to outbound, to proactively sell these names, acquisition is, is, is sellable. You know, apology, if you can come up with the right application for it and target that market, it's probably a buyer out there. It is a good, easy to spell, one word.com. Generating the INGs are tough. Uh, Kate, you know, just sold sleeping.com and snoring.com for a lot of money. So, you know, but traditionally speaking, um, everybody, you know, it's sort of a known thing that the INGs don't, they don't fly off the shelves, but there are of course exceptions. I'm not sure generating.com is one of them. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. So I'm hearing both of you say that you see like the strategy behind this portfolio is mm -hmm. like a, a lower tier type of brandables and it's harder to sell. Like you can sell, um, a tier one brandable much more easily or do more outbound on a tier one or two brandable, but the lower tier brandables are hard to outbound sell. So you should kind of hang and wait or list them with the buy it now instant buy. Totally. Yeah. Because the out, the thing is that if you're doing an outbound, how much work, how many calls, how many emails yeah. are you going to make to sell a name for whether it's 500 bucks or $2,500, there's still not a lot of money in it. And how much time can you spend on that? And, and ultimately it's opportunity cost. It takes you literally, I mean, the, the time difference is negligible between selling a domain for $2,500 or $250,000. You're gonna make the same amount of phone calls and the people you're dealing with at $250,000 are a little bit more educated about domain names than the ones that are buying $2,500 domains or $500 domains. So. And they might fly out and buy you lunch too. Yeah. yeah. And, I would, and I would add that, that someone that can spend $250,000 on a name has the money versus someone that's going to spend $2,500. That's what I'm saying. All their money. Yep. It's a harder sale. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, and at that tier, they have other options. They have more options. Yep. And they'll never be a repeat buyer. You know, you got, I know we didn't buy crawl, but chances are you're probably going to come across this gentleman again in the next, you know, however many years. Um, all right, Giuseppe, what are your thoughts? And, and, and will you throw out lending 101? I want to hear something about. Yeah. I mean, I have no, no much opinion about lending 101. Uh, to be honest, I mean, I have to say, like, you know, definitely, like, like Britt and Drew said, acquisition.com is really the name that stands out. It's a great one word. There's a lot of ways you can use it. Uh, it's, you know, if you wish to sell it, that's a great name, like, to give to a broker. Uh, I had a name that I personally like, and just because that's, that's my niche, it's t60.com. Because those, that name is the, really one, you know, the only one actually has, like, real liquidity. Like, you know, you can buy one of them and, like, you know, sell it. And it's, it's easy to, you know, it's just, like, very liquid. And those kind of names, uh, it's it's like a free characters.com. And so like free characters, normally they sell for a minimum like a few hundred bucks. But this one specifically, it's like a letter number number. And like letter number numbers, normally they sell for at least 
1.5, 3K8, depending on the, you know, the letter and the number combinations. Uh, this one, I would say that, you know, at very least you can sell for 3 to 5K, like either an auction or, or any other place. So yeah, that's, that's the reason why I like the name. Uh, also, like a name that I kind of like, it's allcoupons.com, just because, I don't know, I just see like an easy way like, to, to be like, you know, some revenue generating website. Um, yeah, that's, that, that's pretty much it. Uh, there's not, I have to say, like, there's uh, not too many names that I don't like. Uh, maybe the only one I really don't like, it's American Turfs. I, I don't know what, what you can do with that. Um, maybe I don't like healthcaremarket.com. I'm not really sure about the use. Uh, and also, like Drew said, like box set, box set.com. I, I don't know. It's, it's a bit, it's a bit uh, I don't really understand it. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, all, all really good points. Um, thank you, gentlemen, for your insights. And thank you, Fran, for submitting your portfolio for all the Sherpa Network to learn more. Um, I hope the review has been helpful to you in your domain investing activities going forward. And I hope we keep in touch um, and see how this advice has helped you with your strategies going forward as well. Um, I have heard back from a couple people from earlier reviews and um, and it's just cool to hear how they're adjusting their strategies or, you know, listed things on Afternick like we mentioned and what's happened. So, so pretty neat. Um, before we jump into the domains going to auction soon, I'd like to tell you again about our sponsors who support us in our educational mission. Finally, if you're a domain name investor, don't you have unique legal needs that require domain name technical know-how and industry experience? That's why you need Stephen Lieberman of Greenberg and Lieberman or Jason Schaefer of Esquire.com. Go search for Jason Schaefer or Stephen Lieberman on Domain Sherpa, watch their interviews, and you can see for yourself that they can clearly explain issues, can help you with buy-sell agreements, deal with website content issues and UDRP actions, and even help you write your website terms and conditions. Stephen Lieberman and Jason Schaefer are the lawyers to call for internet legal issues. See for yourself at Esquire.com or APlegal.com. So now we'll move forward um, to the marketplace list. This segment is sponsored by Namejet. We're reviewing 18 domains, 17.com and 1.org, that are heading to auction soon. If you like one of the names below, click through soon because once they go to auction, you lose your chance to put in a minimum bid or even just to watch what's happening in the auction. The links go direct, directly to Namejet. They're not commission. Um, they just want to see you know, the traffic that we send them. So for transparency, I always start out if the brokers own, or sorry, if our guests here, if you guys own or are brokering any of the domains listed here? Nope. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So um, I think we start with growyourwealth.com and it ends with a southbeach.org. So a little longer list than usual, um, but- uh, I think it ends with scenic routes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I'm looking at it in a different order. You're right, scenicroutes.com. So Drew, uh, you're first up. Okay. Um, uh, I like, so the name that pops out to me is Kalu.com. I, I just, I really like that. Um, there was this sort of sustainable living community being built in Panama when I was there called Kalu Yala. 
Um, so that was sort of already had some mind share for me and, and Kalu, I, I, I forget, but I think it even has a meaning. Um, okay. So that's K A L U.com. K A L U.com. Yeah. Okay. So it's just a great little brand. Um, definitely that little community has no money to buy it. Uh, but it's a good brand. It's four letters. It's kind of, you know, that's kind of the Holy grail of, of branding is a four letter pronounceable. Um, you know, there's alternative spellings potentially with a C versus the K, um, which turns me off a little bit to it, but I, I like the name. I like, I like all CVCVs that are easily pronounceable and spellable. Um, and then, you know, I have to like southbeach.org. I like.org for geos. They continue to disappoint me, generally speaking, um, as they always have. It's a hell of an argument. <laughs> but they still, you know, it's just still to me, I see a southbeach.org and I think potential. There's money made to be made there. But, you know, uh, very few good track records on that front. But it's still, it's South Beach. At the end of the day, it's South Beach. A lot of good memories. Uh, a lot of lost memories. And so, uh, I, I don't know. I, just being honest, I am attracted to that name. Um, and then if I'm going to pick one more that I like. Uh, I bought surf fishing. Yeah, I mean, I like surf fishing. I mean, I, I did it a lot, right? I, I love fishing in general. Um, I would have said surf casting instead of surf fishing, number one. Number two, that double F, is it's a killer. Double F is a killer. Really, I, I don't like combining two words where the first and last letter are, are, are the same. It just turns me off. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mix it. Um, that's enough for me. Okay. All right. Good, good feedback. Yeah. Good, good, uh, catch there to ask him just that be about surf fishing, because if anybody is going to, uh, be an expert in that, it's, uh, it's our fishmonger drew. Um, good call. All right. Uh, who's up next? Who do you want to be up next? Giuseppe. <laughs> All right. I can go. Uh, actually, the only name that stands out to me as well, it's, it's Kalu. Uh, again, I love it. It's like a four letter. It's pronounceable. It's a CBCD. And actually, another thing that I really love about this name is that it's opinion. So both syllables, also like syllables in Chinese. Uh, so that gives even like added, um, you know, more added value to, uh, to the name. So that's pretty much the only one that really, really stands out. Uh, there's, you know, like a few good brandable ones or like a few couple, you know, a couple of like good two words. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I think Braden would be like, you know, the, uh, Braden and Drew are, like, are the best to do these. Yeah. So can you um, explain Pinion yeah, for a minute? If any of, of the Sherpa Network doesn't know what that is, that would be great. All right, sure. So basically, um, I don't know if a lot of people are familiar, but like how Chinese like type on a keyboard. So in China, there is exactly the same keyboard as we do, like the, the QWRT. Uh, the only thing is that every sign, every like uh, ideogram in Chinese can be translated into um, a little version, like a romanized version of the alphabet. So for example, each word will be also like a syllable that it's and those syllables are like whole romantic characters and that is called pinyin uh, and so to give an example this is kalu for example to say coffee 
In, in, in pinyin, it's kafei, K-A-F-E-I. So those are true pinyin syllables. And that's why every time there is pinyin, basically that makes the domain worth more because it means that people can actually type in and, and then you know, get, get to your gram right there. Okay, so, and then to clarify, so um, do they speak pinyin or it's only for writing? It's so basically, whenever you type on a keyboard, you just type, for example, K-A, and then it becomes a sign. That's how like the, the Chinese input work. Okay. And, and basically, it's the phonetic version of the idiogram. So yeah, it's like, whether you, you consider like it's written or, or, or spoken, it's basically the same. Mm -hmm. and, there's, and there's a very limited number of syllables, maybe about like 400 of them. And so that's why, like, the, the, you know, whenever you get like a four letter or let's say like a five letters, it's composed only by pinyin syllable, that it's actually as value to the domain. So what do you mean some words don't have a pinyin that goes with them and some do? Is it like the most commonly used words? No, so all the words have pinyin. So all the words can be translated in pinyin. It's just that certain syllables, they just do not exist in pinyin. So for example, like a lot, a lot of people might be familiar with the fact that if there is a V in, in the domain, then it's not really worth much in China because V doesn't exist. And that is because there is no syllable with V in pinyin. That's why like, it doesn't exist. And also the reason why um, vowels are not considered premium letters in China is because there is almost zero pinyin syllable that starts with a vowel. So whenever you want to make an acronym in Chinese, um, it, it, it you know, basically almost never contains uh, vowels, except like very few exceptions. So this is why like the premium letters in China are all of them except for the vowels and the letter V. That's, that's an awesome explanation. Thank you, Giuseppe. Um, were you going to say something else? Did I stop you? Were you going to maybe talk about a different domain? No, that, that's pretty much it. I mean, like, color is really the one that I like. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a few ones that I don't like, but, you know, just, just we can skip over that. Okay. All right. Thanks. Uh, all right, Braden, you're up. So I think this list is similar to, uh, to Fran's list, and that's kind of a variety of, of two-word names that, you know, have a little bit of value, not worth dropping, but you know, there's, there's not going to be any home runs here. Uh, a name like growyourwealth.com, it might take a while to sell it. You put it on a, a brand bucket or an afternick and, and somebody that's in multi-level marketing might pick it up for $1,800. And if you can, if you can buy it for a hundred bucks, you're fine. But you have to have, the thing is you have to have a lot of these, right? You have to, you have to have hundreds of thousands of these names out there for you to make money, right? Because there needs to be a pipeline of sales. Um, Mad Mom, uh, Asset Liquidators, I think that has value. Um, these guys didn't see it, but, I, but you know, Asset Liquidators is a, is, a, is a whole industry of guys that liquidate assets. As a matter of fact, I bought returns.com um, some years ago, and it, it means exactly the same thing. Someone that buys returns, store returns, um, is someone that liquidates um, uh, assets. And I sold that for, I think, 75000 about um, three years ago or so, four years ago. Um, were you thinking taxes or you were thinking asset liquidation when you invested in it? Asset liquidation. I was thinking of liquidation. Yeah. So liquidators or, or jobbers. Um, so, so 
Asset Liquidators is probably a uh, $15,000 name. If anybody wants to grab that. The problem with that name is it's plural, not singular. So you've got the singular out there. It has the same value. And uh, you've got, there's only one industry you'll go into. So it's super niche. There's, there's no broad appeal at all, right? You can't put it in other industries. There's only one, which, which I really don't like. I like things that are a little more brandable. Um, Cycle Warehouse, same thing. It's, you know, it's okay if somebody, if there's the right buyer. Sykes.com, I think, is a decent buy. Um, I like that name. What's uh, the application? For Sykes? Yeah, because it stood out to me. Yeah, and so. I, like, I, 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 you, you look at it and you go, I like that name, but I can't think of, what do you do with Sykes? Um, a, an app for online psychiatrists. Um, but then would you use the plural? If you want, yeah, because there's there's psychs out there, and you can't get you can't get psych necessarily. Now, I'm not saying it's a huge name, but yeah. I see names like that go for between fifteen to twenty five grand. I think it's a twenty thousand yeah. dollar name. Um, it's worth holding on to, um, and it and it's a good it's a good market. Um, the rest of the names, Kalu, obviously, but not a, a big value. South Beach, not a big value. Um, the other one I like is Cold Planet. I think that's a good brand. Mm -hmm. um, it it uh, there's you know there's name there's sites like um, uh, there's other planet names out there, right? And Cold Planet I think be used for a variety of things. Not not a huge name, you know maybe it's a seventy five hundred dollar name or a five thousand dollar name, uh, but it's one of those names you put out there and you put it on Afrinic and and you wait just like all the others, but I think those are the few that kind of stand out to me in that in that list. The rest aren't that great. That's what I got oh. for you. Yeah. All right. Thank you, each of you. Um, that's I think fantastic insight for everybody. Um, so we're coming to the end of today's show. I'd like to give each of you an opportunity to share anything you have going on in your lives, uh, personal or professional, brokering, selling opportunities. Um, anyone you want to give a shout out to? Uh, Braden, you want to go first? Um, let's see. Conferences coming up. Um, who's going to Brazil? Anybody else going to Domaining, uh, was it Domaining Americas? Negative. I, I wanted I to go, I said like next year. Yeah, I, I would like to go, but I mean, I just left Latin America and I've been on a, you know, long gypsy. There's no trip. going back. No, not you yet. You can practice your Portuguese. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm moderating uh, there and at uh, Name Summit. I'm, I, I'm not going to merge. It conflicts with something else. But I think those are the conferences between now and the end of the year. Nice. What do you know? What panel you're moderating? Um, in the well, the whole thing, as far as I know. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm cool. a panel. Come on. <laughs> Somebody show up. Rating we're talking about. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, name name summit. I'll probably just do a few a few panels. I don't I don't know the schedule and and. Uh, Demanding Americas. He asked me if I'd moderate the conference, but I don't. I don't know what that means ultimately. I'll look. I'll show up and I'll. I'll do whatever they want me to. And you'll be good. You'll show up and you'll. It'll be a slam dunk. <laughs> or maybe I'll. Maybe I'll blow it this time. Who knows? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Um, how about you, Giuseppe? What's going on? No, actually, one thing I have to say. That I'm very, very happy about this. That uh, so, I, you know, until until now, like even this year, when Namescon Europe, I mean, it was used to be dominating Europe, which actually Britain moderated. Uh, it was always in Valencia, and so next year, 
is going to be uh, in Lisbon. So I'm, I'm very happy this coming year. Also, Drew is every year he pushes for that. Every year, yeah, he's every year. <laughs> <laughs> finally, <laughs> did <it>. finally, <laughs> finally <laughs> managed. <laughs> so, so it's cool. And actually, like it's it's very nice because other people again, not just Drew, also um, there's other you know another well-known investors. Like it's for you think I'm moving here uh, to Lisbon. So it's very nice that you were building like you know a nice community of uh, of domain investors. And uh, you know, next one is going to be Braden after he finished with the with the house. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm very happy about that. And then the other thing is, um, yeah, I mean, we we still like you know in early access for xme.com, but if anybody's like you know, is looking to buy yourself feedaders.com, phonenumbers.com, or truecharacters.com, uh, please let me know and just reach out because we have like all of a lot of like inventory and a lot of like buyers. Uh, so. Uh, feel free to reach out for that. And last thing, there is also Web Summit in Lisbon in November. Uh, so if you guys are coming here, like if anybody's coming, just just drop me an order. It would be cool to know like who's coming to Web Summit. I'll be there. I already bought my tickets. Awesome, awesome. Looking forward. And I'll be just starting to settle into the new house. Nice. You can go for dinner. Now. <laughs> at 10 o'clock at night. Always. Right. right. Or is that too early in Lisbon? I think it's okay. I think that, you know, I, I prefer I think we should throw a party, but we got to be able to get the VIPs of, of Web Summit. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. But I only I want the VIP. I think if anybody would throw a good party, actually, it would be the, the three of you right here. This is, this is a good party crew. <laughs> so, Drew, what do you have going on? Same... Same as it's been, Gypsy Tour continues. We've hit, we're just past our, our halfway point. Uh, we go from Rhode Island to Lisbon to finalize some stuff. Lisbon to Germany, Germany to Mallorca. And then from Mallorca, we will uh, eventually get notice that we can uh, start finalizing the, the house. So then we'll go to Lisbon and uh, start life. Finally. Um, other than that, uh, not much. All good. All Very good. nice. Very also nice. excited for Web Summit in Lisbon. Also excited for Names, NamesCon Lisbon. Um, very appropriate venue. I mean, I, Giuseppe can speak for it more than I can, but um, the short amount of time I've spent in Lisbon already. Uh, blew me away. There is really there's energy there. It's 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 an exciting place to be. There's really cool people there, and there's more of them coming. It seems, and uh, there's just a great energy. It really is. It's a it's an exciting it's an exciting and up and coming city. Uh, although one might argue, as the second oldest city in Europe, it may have already up and came. But um, getting on the second a, coming, the second. <laughs> <laughs> the phoenix of well it didn't crash but well it did in a way it, did, yeah. it is a phoenix it did, it did at some point yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was a big times. earthquake 500 years ago so yeah very cool yeah, from the ashes well, I actually am not in Phoenix. This is my first filming Sherpa uh, on uh, out and about. So I'm in Dallas right now. Very exciting. Um, Logan Flat. I don't know if any of you know him, but he happened sure. to, yeah, he reached out to me yesterday 
And I was like, hey, you're in Dallas. I was like, that's funny, I'm in Dallas. So we're gonna, we're gonna do breakfast tomorrow. Um, so should be fun. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I actually, you know, I think, I think it's great um, and ought to be typical that we all share, you know, exciting things and our successes. But um, I, I had a failure this week um, that I wanna share. Oh. Um, Drew, <laughs> Drew had a fantastic idea. And, um, you know, my other job besides executive producing here, I'm business development coordinator for media options. And I didn't follow up on the idea. It was just complicated for me to figure out and weird. And you know what? Boom, somebody else up and did it. And I think that is a, a lesson and a reminder in this industry, everything is so fast. You know, and sometimes, especially when you really know that an idea is unique, um, it's important to set time aside, garner the resources that you need and make it happen. Um, just, I don't know how many other industries are as fast paced and as open in opportunity as domain names. And it's hard um, to, um, to allocate our limited resources, you know, especially in terms of time and energy. But I think when we really know that an idea is big and unique, that um, we don't want to let it slip past. So just, I don't know, I thought the Sherpa Network would appreciate that. And, and now Drew can't yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Drew. <laughs> I would ever, ever, ever yelled at you. I don't think I've ever yelled at you. No, Drew is the best boss I've ever worked for. Um, and always very encouraging and supportive. I don't know, Giuseppe, I don't know if we're prepared to share the idea. We, Drew and I haven't talked about yeah, it yet. We're still gonna move We're early competitive, and the fact that somebody else did this idea does upset me tremendously. Oh, Only oh. because it was on the cutting edge and somebody else did it before we did. Yeah. And you know, it's just so easy. Um, you know, my favorite book is, um, well, my favorite business book <laughs> um, is Switch. Um, just like the little obstacles that can be removed, what a huge difference that mails makes in, in sales, in execution, in everything. And I just stumbled on little objections to overcome. And, um, this is, this is where it got us. So anyway, kind of, kind of interesting, but, um, on better news, I'm in Dallas cause my little sister had a baby. So nice. congrats. Um, Congrats. Yeah, I thought we, we might have a, a guest appearance, but um, but I decided that was too complicated. But uh, so kind of fun, fun to be here. And it's just as hot as Phoenix, super lame. <laughs> you didn't think Dallas was gonna be hot? Yeah. Well, I thought I'd get like a couple degrees off. They're having a heat wave here. It was 108 yesterday. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't coming here for like, you know, South Beach weather, but uh, I wasn't expecting a heat wave either. So that's right. I think I bring heat waves with me. When I visited Alaska, there was a heat wave there too. And that worked out just fine for me. So I'll, I'll keep on my heat wave streak, <laughs> even at this price. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. Um, probably time to uh, wrap it up. Um, to Even the tomahawk. What? The tomahawk. Cut. Time to go. Oh. 
<laughs> I didn't know about that. Now I do. Um, so to our Sherpa network, um, comment below. Thank our Sherpas. Um, share it with your network. Help grow people's understanding of the domain industry. Um, thank you to Fran uh, for submitting your portfolio. Thanks, Fran. <laughs> and um, thanks to Namejet um, for submitting their portion of the review and uh, sponsoring us. Um, and thank you most especially to our Sherpas. So good to have you, your experience, and your insights. Thank you, Brayden. Thank you, Giuseppe. Thank you, Drew. Uh, we'll see you all next time. Bye. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Bye. 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 Ciao. That's Wait, great. I'm going to record I it. On it. I remember. I remember. I, I passed on it. I was like, ah. I really liked it, and then and I was a food like, truck oh. that you're talking wait. about the singular. Okay, wait. So, Brayden, you just said what you paid for food trucks with an S dot com. Yeah. Okay, I gotta go. Okay, bye, Drew. Ciao, Drew. Thank you, guys. Okay. Ciao, Drew. Thanks, Drew. Ciao. What'd you pay for it? For the plural? Yeah. I paid twenty-two thousand. Twenty-two thousand. So you sell, sold for more than ten x, and how long did you have it? Eleven months. Ooh. That's a nice profit. Yeah. And where'd you buy it? What? From an end user, from a guy who, oh, that's right. who was in the food truck business and wasn't using it. Because I had foodtruck.com, I paid 13000 for Okay, and you must have had that a long time? I had it, I had it a, you know, at this point, maybe three years. I'd have to look it up. But um, I got so many inquiries on it, just constantly. And mm -hmm. so that's why I went after the plural. And it took me about two years to buy the plural. It was definitely worth it. Then it's old. It took you longer to buy it than to flip it for 10x. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Well, 10x is what I shoot for typically when I buy names. Oh, all right. Good to know. Most, yeah. most of my names I sell for 10x or more. You know, I mean, so, you know, if I sell something for 5x because I don't get a lot of inquiries and then I have the opportunity, I'll take it. But, mm -hmm. you know, but then again, I'll, you know, there'll be a name that I'll buy for 20,000 and sell it for 500,000 and that makes up for it. So. Cool. I totally should have asked you that. I'm going to put this in probably just at the end as a little PS. Yeah. Bonus. Okay. Bonus well. section. <laughs>